0: welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hello, this is Buddy C. Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Amy and Marla and Dennis and Craig and Chris and Paul. Good to have all of y'all. Uh, guys, don't forget about our nightly 9 p.m. Eastern AA meeting, zoomaameetings.com. We'll get you there every time. Be logged into your free Zoom account because it'll ask you for authentication if you're not. So, great meeting. Uh, we had somebody the other night that came that commented that uh, they were there from the Dow podcast. So, we've had several people come from the Dow podcast to the meeting. So. We run, depends on the night. Actually, I'm uh, I'm chairing this Friday and I hope if the group conscience approves, I'll start chairing on Friday night starting in August. So maybe I can run into some of you guys there. So the sacrificial swine.
1: Marla, you want to read today? The sacrificial swine. The grand auger, I, I hope I pronounce it right, who sacrificed the swine and read omens in the sacrifice, came dressed in his long dark robes to the pig pen and spoke to the pig as follows. Here's my counsel to you. Do not complain about having to die. Set your objections aside, please. Realize that I shall now feed you on choice grain for three months. I myself will have to observe strict discipline for 10 days and fast for three, then I will lay out grass mats and offer your hams and shoulders upon delicately carved platters with great ceremony. What more do you want? Then, reflecting, he considered the question from the pig's point of view. Of course, I suppose you would prefer to be fed with ordinary coarse feed and be left alone in your pen. But again, seeing it once more from his own viewpoint, he replied, no, no. Definitely, there is a nobler kind of existence to live in honors, to receive the best treatment, to ride in a carriage with fine clothes, even though at any moment one may be disgraced and executed. That is the noble, though uncertain destiny. Hurry before they come and get you. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) I said hurry before they come and get you.
1: <laughs> that is the noble, though uncertain destiny that I've chosen for myself. So he decided against the pig's point of view and adopted his own point of view, both for himself and for the pigs also. How fortunate those swine whose existence was thus ennobled by one who was at once an officer of state and a minister of religion. Don't understand the last line at all, but I do uh, understand the m- most of it.
0: What do you think? What's your thoughts on this,
1: Marla? Uh, this is a, a man who was, who was um, so intent on gaining wealth and riches and being, you know, held and, and held up in high regard and didn't really give a shit if he lost it all the next day to be he could have been killed and executed the next day as long as he had that at one point in his life um he was good and he was a noble man
0: who else anyone else with any thoughts on this i didn't understand much of that okay but i've not had meat for two days because marla's saying that i can't shift this little pouch in my belly and and marla's saying it's because i eat too much I don't exercise enough and I eat far too much meat. So I've not had meat for two days. I could just murder a bacon body right now. Just thinking about these, these poor pigs.
1: There you go. And there, you just defined the whole verse. Did I? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you don't care about the misery of the pig. It's to I feed just... your body. You just want to feed your body. For the glory of it, you don't care about killing the pig.
2: Anyone else? <laughs> well, isn't the, the the purpose of this thing isn't it uh, Well, this is from the Tao, so you can't really say that the Buddhist religion is is one of the five things that you should restrain is is eating animal meat, animal flesh, right?
0: they said that no, thou shalt not kill. It's talking about that you don't kill any living thing a lot of the Buddhists take that yes
2: no living creature at all right and, and and that was just all what I could see overall again, I didn't understand the last one either that the that the uh, how fortunate those swine whose existence was those enabled are enabled
0: sarcastic Dennis
2: huh? yes that's what it's I'm so thinking but mm-hmm. okay. uh, but that mm-hmm. that's the only way I can make sense of it that it's an arca- sarcastic statement the first one uh and then again it seems to me that it's more important for that guy to appear he's all in his ego in his in his little self being that that's way more important than the than the pig's, uh well being so so he's kind of sitting that higher than than uh than a spiritual way if you will where where everything is connected right
0: i think it's uh talking for me i, I see people pleasing in this trap of honor this trap of being highly esteemed. It's what I, I see in this.
1: Yeah, he he wants to be photographed eating the pig with all his champagne and his lushes and riches.
0: Well, this is the thing. He now in China, I had a note on this. Uh in China, they, okay, this is a quote that I found. Pigs were given a meaning both historically and culturally. They symbolize wealth, luck and prosperity. Pigs are the stepping stone of development of China. Pigs are still present in Chinese cuisines and many local customs and religious practices.
3: Mm -hmm. Pigs are
0: so much more than what they are is what they were saying that, that there was actually a sacrifice every year, a swine sacrifice. So this was a, a thing that happened in traditional uh, Chinese, or traditional China, I mean, many centuries ago. So this is a common practice. This uh, sacrificial swine was very common there. It was an annual event.
1: I believe it.
2: From what religion does that come from when you do uh, an offering like that? Uh, with, with I don't even know. Swine. A lot of it's just tradition in itself. Just
0: I don't even know what it was. Uh, But the thing I was thinking about on this, if you look, it says that he went and saw the swine in his long, dark robe. So he was showing, I think, respect to the pigs, even in the beginning there, as if he was wanting the pig's approval too. He wanted everyone's approval.
1: But I also think like he was also showing the pig that as a human he's stronger and can make that decision of whether to kill him or not.
0: Yeah. And then, and then also all the sacrifice that he was making, he says, realize you're going to get to eat choice grain for three months. And I will have to observe strict discipline for 10 days and fast for three. So we're honoring you. We're giving you honor. You know, in other
1: words, then we're going to kill you. Then
0: we're going well, I
4: think it's so yeah, amazing. I just, right? I, I just, okay, I Wait guess I'm coming from this. Oh, sorry, just real quick, but maybe not real quick. Why the pigs probably had no idea? The pigs were just living their best <laughs> life. Why in the hell did this guy need think it necessary to come tell these pigs what was about to happen to them? Right. Haven't you ever heard happier than pig and shit or wallowing like a pig and shit? Whatever. <laughs> Why does this guy, because he's the grand auger, think it's OK to come and ruin these pigs days and tell them all these wonderful things are going to happen to you before I kill you? I mean, what a jerk. It doesn't
3: They they spoke yeah. back either. But um, but he tries to put
4: himself in like in their heads, like I don't have a right to go in your head and tell you what you're thinking and feeling. But this guy thinks he can go in these pigs heads and be like, oh, well, this is what you're thinking and this is what you're feeling when probably just leave the damn pigs alone. Let them eat whatever they want to eat. And then. But it was his arrogance, absolutely his arrogance that he felt necessary to do this. He was being (sighs) a martyr. Absolutely being a martyr.
3: Hold on a second. Let's get Chris in there. Yeah, I've got two things. First of all, uh, it's on line like six, I think. Realize that I shall not feed you on choice grain for three months. Oh, it six. should be now, Chris. Are you
0: sure? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I assumed. Damn well, I, that, could be.
3: That makes a lot of difference. Yeah. <laughs> and I think why it's now instead uh, of not. You think
0: I I see no reason for it to be different because he's choice grain for three months would be honoring the pig before the sacrifice.
3: Well, he's not honoring the pig, though. He's he's what he's he's this arrogance is, you know, he's just saying this reminds me of the Christian view of having dominion over the over the planet. You know, man has complete sovereignty over all animals and everything. And that's That's what what he's saying. saying. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but so uh, realize that I shall not feed you on choice grain for three months. I myself will have to observe strict discipline for 10 days and fast for three. So he's got to fast. So the pig's got to fast. Um, okay. And so, you know, that. so that really got me off on, you know, this Christian thing about domination and then totally toward the thing, toward the end about how. Uh, we're doing you a favor by, you know, having these all this legumarole for you and, and by eating. <laughs> anyway, thanks for letting me <laughs> get it off. Yeah, because that, uh, so would the book be, I mean, what is the, uh, what would be the, I mean, it says not. Hold on a minute. Let's, oh, look. okay. You're right. The book says now. Okay. It says, realize that I shall now feed you on choice grain. Okay. Changes, Interesting. It.
1: It, changes it
3: all. It <laughs> <laughs> blows me away. Okay.
0: But, but he's saying that, you know, I'm going to honor you, pig. And this is the ways I'm honoring you. I'm going to feed you choice grain for three um, months, you know. Then I'm gonna have to make a sacrifice for you. I'm gonna have to have all this, you know, strict discipline for 10 days and fast for three. Mm-hmm. Then I'll lay out your hounds on grass mats and your shoulders upon delicately carved platters with great mm-hmm. ceremony.
2: I I can't find my hand here, but I'm I'm almost dying. I it <laughs> seems to me like it's guilt. It is guilt. He's trying to um to convince himself that he knows uh, that he's trying to convince himself that he can convince the, the pig that hey here buddy I'm gonna kill you. However, uh, <laughs> it is an honor to be killed. <laughs> so he talks <laughs> himself into it because of guilt. You know he really don't want to kill the pig. I think, but but then he's coming up with all these things and he's assuming that that he can he can he can like aim and communicate with the with the pig. That's how far he goes just to get out get get out of that guilt.
0: I think he even wants the pig's praise. Yeah. I think he was trying to make the pig feel sorry for him. He wants the pig to say thank you. I think is what he wants. Yes. <laughs> but you notice it doesn't say the pig's reply, you know, the pig's just living in the moment. You know, the pig don't know the difference.
1: They don't know, they can't talk. They can't think. <laughs> so
0: they don't know, you know. No. <laughs>
1: They don't know they have a future of death.
0: I think it's this, I think he's talking about himself too. I'm um, granted there's a pig that's getting sacrificed, but he's talking about himself.
1: Yeah, I do too. It always turns out to be that way.
0: Because isn't he doing those things? Because at that time, his uh, appointment, at any moment, he could be, if the uh, powers that be did not. Have, agree with him or like him or, or think he was deceiving in some way he could he could be sacrificed himself
2: mm-hmm. could, could it be one of those oxymorons that really really with our ego the way we're behaving we're living like pigs ourselves we just want all the glory and all that and and that's kind of where, where you said the pig just want to fool around in his own pigsty. So, so you can say the way we're living with our ego and, and the way we're measuring things up and all that this is what's important to me that is kind of of living living like a pig yourself I don't know so we
0: need to be more like the
2: pig not the sacrificial
0: pig but the uh, but the everyday pig rather than the auger.
2: I would say we, we could learn a lot from the animals by living in the moment no matter what that's that's yeah, always yeah. the uh, you know that's, <laughs>
1: They live by in purely by instinct.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, in this last meditation
0: retreat, that's the other epiphany that I had. Um, I was sitting there meditating. I thought, hmm. I said, all of nature is in the moment other than us. I said, they're all like, I was thinking about a tree. I said, a tree is in the moment. Animals are all, in the, you know, maybe some higher functioning primates, maybe at times. But let's just not, just let's say in general. Most animals are in the moment all of the time. I said, and maybe meditation is a way to get us back to our natural state of being in the moment. Like all the rest of nature. So this pig is, pigs are in the moment, you know, and this guy is definitely not in the moment. Um, I thought about a couple of quotes. Um, You know, he's talking about honor being the most important achievement. And that people-pleasing. The Dow quote, care about people's approval and you will be their prisoner. You'll always be their prisoner. That's a really pertinent one. I thought about a Neil Young quote, too, that uh, it's uh, better to burn out than to fade away. This guy was, which I don't agree with, but this guy bought into that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, the tune is running oh, through I'm my head. Sorry, uh,
0: uh, yeah, he was really talking about himself. Uh, hmm. I was looking at what else I had here.
1: Neil Young, Craig. Do you know who that is, Craig? Neil Young.
2: <laughs> you forget I'm the I'm the youngest person in the room.
1: Yeah. Well, he's in <laughs> his seventies now, but he's a he was a he's a rock and roller.
2: All rock and roll, but it was the same quote from Highlander. They used it in Highlander. It's better to, to, to burn out than to faint away.
0: Yeah. yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. But, you know, I think it's all about about people pleasing and that, that achievement mentality that that is a real trap. It's interesting, too, here he was an officer of state and a minister of religion. So he had.
1: uh, And what did that have to do? What does that have to do? And most of these verses have a a person of nobility in them or, you know, you know, a a sage or somebody high up in the the prime ministers and all that. There's never. Well, there's a few ordinary men in here, but mostly higher, higher up people.
0: And the the way it's Mm -hmm. written, those are the ones that we do not want to be like.
1: It seems that way, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any other comments on this? The fact that he's an officer and a minister of religion, because it says, how fortunate those swine whose existence was thus ennobled by one who was at once an officer of the state and minister of religion. So, could the moral of the story be that you can fall from grace just as quick? Mm-hmm. Or maybe just, just quicker? And yeah. you notice, too, that from what it says, he got his positions immediately. It was not something he worked for. It's something he, you know, it's something that uh, it says was at once an officer of the state. Uh, I don't know if that's a, a typo of some type. but
1: I thought that meant, the, meant that he just used to be. At one time he used to be, I don't know Is that what it meant. Like I am I often wrong.
2: I, I had a staff sergeant when I was in sergeant school, it was kind of funny. That reminds me of this year where we are. He said that if, if you feed a man a compliment, you can feed him for life. Where if you just feed him food, you can only feed him for a little bit and a little bit, because those compliments you can kind of feed people's ego and they can go way further ahead, and that's kind of what I'm thinking of with this uh, um, with this guy here. He, he's seeking he's seeking that uh, validation through titles, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, and I actually had I have one of those moments here uh, yesterday. I, I'm I'm. body knows this. I'm a total coffee whore. I love coffee. It has to be. And Buddy came with this special coffee brew. And every time I come to Miami and and now we're into the Keys, I'm going to the Cuban coffee houses because they are the best at it. And then it dawned on me, you can go to a Starbucks and go in there and ask for a colada, somebody who's educated, educated barista, and they don't know what you're talking about. But still, we're giving them this hat and they think they know all this. But then you come down here and there's this lady that's just doing the coffee. That's all of the title she has. She's making a terrific coffee without even thinking about it. That dawned on me with that, how we get into our our titles with with our ego, right? I am and then whatever comes after. Um,
0: Yeah, he was, uh, if you look at that first paragraph, he was doing that. He says, I shall, I myself, then I will. You know, it's all.
2: Hmm. I like that he tried though to see from the pig's point of view I guess no Dennis I don't think so I think what you don't he think he did with... you don't think he did try there when he said okay maybe you did just want the ordinary feed here and then then survive this you don't no. you don't think you think no, there was just about the
1: no he did no consideration of the pig's thoughts in those at all and now okay. I don't think he's th- th- those were the correct pig thoughts <laughs>
2: I was trying here, to, here is he, my counsel this to mania that there the, the, the might be some bright point. He just talked himself out of it. Yeah. But maybe not. Good.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, you have something, Chris? Well, it says, here is my counsel to you. Yeah. You know, that's that's how he started off. You know, he's, he's not trying to learn something. He's trying to pass on his knowledge or his I, view.
0: I think he wants their approval. I think he wants them to buy into this.
3: Good, like huh? he's
0: bought into it. See, he's the pig that's getting sacrificed.
1: <laughs> he's going to be executed, most likely.
0: Eventually, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's saying that, you know, yeah. <laughs> that the all of the pomp and all of the the <laughs> approval and all the honor is worth a shortened life. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh, so you are actually saying that he is comparing his own life to the pig's life and all that Mm. all the way through. He's choosing choosing the pig, the the sacrificial swine, as himself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, that's kind of, yeah. Mm. Hmm.
1: So back to what Buddy said earlier, is that the verse is really about himself. Yeah, it's about him. Yeah, it's about him. Mm. Martyrdom. He's absolutely playing
4: the martyr.
0: Or or he who dies with the most toys
4: dies. Dies. I used that the other day, Oh, but I still, I I think too, this is related to recovery. I think this is such a good example of how I could justify and rationalize any of my behavior by pretending I knew what you were thinking about it and how it was going to play out and how many conversations and scenarios did I play out in my head long before they ever happened? And still even I can future trip and, you know, think that I know what you're feeling and think that you're going to say this and, but it never goes that way. And I really do think that he was somehow living vicariously through these pigs, which is not really our place to do either, right? We're just supposed to be in the moment and accept whatever is as is.
1: I'd like to live vicariously through my dog because he has such a good life.
0: Well, he's so much in the moment, you know?
1: Totally. But, you know, he's very comfortable. He's <laughs> just... Comfortable,
3: Feated well, right? <laughs> Provided well, he's you're fed well aren't you? you don't starve very often, do
0: you, Marla? No,
1: no, no, I mean, my all my needs are met too, but he's just yeah. so comfortable.
4: But
0: the difference is he's in the moment and you're not. See, <laughs>
4: <laughs> just like the pigs were in the moment, and this guy was trying to get them to not be in the moment because he was future tripping about what might happen to him. Exactly,
2: mm, yes, that's it. Yeah, that's I've
1: never heard that. Before future tripping, but. That's
2: That's actually a good word for future tripping, yes. I'm
1: going to have to add that to my vocab.
2: That's
0: a good one, Amy. I hadn't thought of that. That's perfect.
1: Tripping.
2: That's what
0: comes out in these things, you know, things that we've never even thought of. Yeah, exactly. He's all concerned with honor, which is all in the future. He's not getting honored at the moment. It's Mm. about when he's going to be honored. We're going to do all these things, not. And the the swine that uh, are not getting sacrificed, they're just living in the moment. That's good. Thank you. (laughs) Guys, that was a good conversation. That was uh, got a little bit out of that I wasn't expecting about living in the moment. Okay, guys, any other comments? If not, we'll see you guys next week.